Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter Smith and Steve Mix. Oh, yeah. You are now entering the Megacast. Ted, we're back. We are back. I can't believe it. It's amazing. I almost went home today. I wasn't even sure if we were doing a podcast. I know. Well, it's been two weeks and then I showed up late. Oh, well, you had the worst Uber ride from hell. Yeah, it's unbelievable. My house is like six minutes from here in a car. It took like 15 minutes. Just every stoplight we get hit, we hit and like never take Broadway. What's Uber riding right now in the, in, in the COVID world like? Does the driver have a mask on? The drivers have masks on. A lot of them have like plastic up in between. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day because sometimes, you know, I'm like driving around, I look over, and you see somebody driving in their car by themselves with a mask on. And my first thought is, what's wrong with you? But then I'm like, oh, they might be an Uber driver and they just forgot to take their mask off or they just don't feel like taking their mask off. Yeah, I'm with you because you see it all the time. And it's kind of like, I'm, like, right, if you're in a car alone, there's no real reason. Right. It was like even yesterday we were walking Lulu and Tatum around the, the, the not our, our house development, but our neighborhood. Like we cross the street and go into this other development and stuff. It's a little bit bigger. And there's like these kids playing in front of this house. And the, head, the dad's doing yard work. The dad is probably at minimum 20 feet away from the front, like from the front sidewalk. So he's yeah. not that close, but he's doing yard work with the mask on. And we're both like, I mean, who don't you trust your own children? Like they're they're I don't know. Like I, I, the mask stuff. I I I I don't know what's right and what's wrong anymore. I mean, look, I wear the mask. You're supposed to wear the mask, right? right? Like I probably wear it more here at work than <laughs> than some than some. <laughs> uh, but also, I'm with you. You're outside doing lawn work on your own lawn. Like yeah. I like I wouldn't like. I, and like I think you're fine. Well, yeah, well, a couple weeks ago, my, my voice was shot, so we couldn't do a podcast. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, I blew my voice out one? snoring. It's the most old man reason ever. I, I have no other excuse for it. Like, I was healealthy. Everything felt good. I, I, it was Friday night. I was so tired. And when I'm tired, I, I snore. Like, I snore yeah. hard. Well, my wife said you were snoring like crazy, and the window was open. I think between the allergies. Allergies have been bad the last few weeks. The dust in our development right now, because they're building a house like right behind ours. All right. Between those two things, like kicking in and the window being open and me snoring like a beast, I lost my voice that weekend. And it took until like Thursday until it started coming back being normal again. And then last week you were gone. It's been so long since I've seen you. I'm now vaccinated. Ted. Are you? I mean, life is different. I got one shot. Oh, I did. I did. Uh, I'm part of the exclusive elite club that can no longer get shots anymore. I, okay, so I had I had scheduled a J and J as we yeah. call it the one hitter quitter. Yep, yep. And then yesterday, one shot club yesterday morning on the on it, when I woke up at like eight, they were like, uh, "You still have an appointment, but now it's Pfizer." Oh, so they, you were planning on getting that one? Oh yeah, yeah. I My went, mom got it like a month ago. I got it uh, how a week and a half ago. Yeah, and I had a I, buddy get it on Friday. It was crazy because like. On, on the website, everyone, like Danny was just checking out a curator. He goes, hey, are you close to this CVS in Tacoma? I'm like, that's not that far. He goes, you could get a Johnson Johnson shot because I already had it scheduled to get a Pfizer, uh, a Pfizer one. All right. And I'm like, well, I'm canceling the, the Pfizer one. I'm getting the Johnson Johnson. I want to be one and done. That's awesome. I go there and it's a Target. It's the CVS inside the Target. So I walk in. I go to the pharmacy. They're like, oh, no, no, go back to the front. Talk to the greeter. I'm like, what, the greeter's giving out shots? Yeah, why not? They had the greeter, and then they had a woman sitting at the desk that just said vaccines. And I'm like, hey, I'm here for mine. She takes, writes my info down and all that. All right, go walk straight. Look for the signs. They're giving the Johnson & Johnson shot in the men's dressing room. What? I went in. I got my shot in the dressing room. That's awesome. It was so funny. I'm like looking at the lady about to give me it. I'm like, 
Is this like the weirdest place you've ever had to like give somebody a shot? She's like, oh yeah, this is very odd. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So I've done some of the tests through like the other services, mm-hmm. but mainly I go city of Seattle. Right. So I feel like all of COVID, all I've dealt with is firemen. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was just like a nurse lady. But yeah, there's a line. Yeah. My mom got it. And the thing is, too, is people are so ridiculous. You had six blood clots out of six and a half million doses. Look, don't get me wrong. That I, percentage is so low. You have a better shot of getting hit by lightning is what everybody's saying. Right. And they're not... And, but I'll be honest, Ted, like I woke up that morning and I saw like my alert on my phone that says Johnson Johnson vaccine on pause. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Oh, and yeah. Before I read the article and then I'm hearing blood clots. and I'm like, do I have blood clots? I don't even know if I have all these tattoos. I don't know if I would tell. Like, I like, how do I know if I have a blood? Like you start getting in your head. Then you start reading. You look, more. You look a little cloudy. Oh, crap. I thought I did. I woke up this morning feeling kind of cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you read it's like six women for all you know they have pre it's like man like even my wife she's like at first i read that and i got really worried for you and then i started reading more of the article and she's like i, I realized that well you're you're not in that you're really not what they're even like even if 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 that six people out of what six million have reasons to be concerned like you're not even in that demo you're not a female right. and there's you're a, not in that age and range then you get all the people being like i told you and it's yeah. like right so you didn't believe in covid <laughs> which was a much higher percentage chance of you catching it. Now you don't believe in this, and there's almost zero chance of that happening to you. Like it's zero, it's like point zero 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 like six. Or, we are very selective in what health risks we're worried about. Oh, don't That's even get the, me started on on both sides. Yeah. It's insane. Like it's like when you hear people getting so worked up, but then something that's kind of apples to apples. I mean, it's not really, but close enough. Now that's a, that's an issue. And it's like, yeah. okay, come on. Where's the consistency? Or is it just because of what political affiliation you have? You're only going to, you're, you're extreme on that side no matter what. I, it was funny. I got in there and the guy's like, you had a vaccine? Or I was like, yeah, like I literally got the flu shot and my tetanus shot like in February right. or January. Man, you're like, all doped up. I know. He was like, oh, all right, so you're, you're good. And I was like, yep, hit me. Oh, but then there's that like I mean, weird. It was a little sore. Like it's still a little sore today. But I mean, I went to the gym and worked out. Like it was nothing terrible. Yeah, that 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 day I got it. I had a bunch of stuff to do, so I ended up not going to the gym. My arm, the needle. I, I don't like getting poked with needles, which is funny with all these tattoos. Like, the, like, like you're so not even odd. looking, and I'm like, I don't want to watch. Whereas it. I don't mind needles at all, but I am terrified to get a tattoo. It's so funny, yeah. Then <laughs> and it was like it was annoying the shot, like pain wise, not like excruciating. But I was like, oh, yeah. I hate shots, but whatever. My arm never got super dead. It was like. Tender, yeah, but, not, but bro, that night. So it's like almost like you feel like you've been like injected with some kind of like bomb, and you're just waiting for it to go off. Because you read all these stories on the internet, like I had the three worst days of my life on the Johnson and Johnson. I'd felt nothing on the Johnson and Johnson. So I'm like, I wonder what's gonna happen to me. And everything's feeling fine. Got home, mowed the lawn, vacuumed Your around favorite. the house. Oh, I love mowing the lawn. You and me were just talking all about that. <laughs> everything's going good. And we're just about to put Tatum down to go to bed. And I'm glad it happened around that time because up until then, I was completely fine. Right when we put her to bed, I got hit with the worst headache I've ever felt in my entire Yeah. It was excruciating to the point where Sid even goes, why don't you just go straight to bed? I'm like, well, 
I don't want to miss out on snack time. Like we oh. always have popcorn. I respect that. Right. Worst headache of my life. But I ain't, I ain't skipping sca- snap, snack time. I'm not like, gonna do it. Dude, Tatum's just like me. She bit him. She bit her tongue. You could tell she bit her tongue or her cheek. She's crying bloody murder. And we're like, oh, poor baby. And as she's crying bloody murder, she's still grabbing food and putting it in her mouth and eating it. I'm like, my girl. Yeah, I'm like, I, we get popcorn, man. Shout out to Smith's Family Popcorn. Thank you for that Tuscan oh, joy. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Uh, Actually, <laughs> I just finally had it, too. Yeah. That is good stuff. It's great. Yeah, and I had their new flavor, salt and vinegar. They got a salt and vinegar? Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. I, I, I mean, oh, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. I don't know if it is any better, but I was like, I can eat bags of this because it, it's like healthier than chips. And I, you know that size of that bag? Steve, I opened that thing on like a Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon, gone. Oh, I, c- I can imagine. Oh, I need to try the salt and vinegar. I love salt and vinegar everything. My cousin Pat doesn't even drink anymore. And he was like, this is the ideal beer drinking snack. And I was it, like, you're goddamn right it is. I love salt and vinegar chips. Yeah, everything's salt and vinegar. Yeah. Salt and vinegar, almonds. Oh, you know what? About it. Cover me in salt and vinegar. <laughs> I'd lick you up. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. I can. All right. So you don't skip snack time. Right. Oh, I couldn't keep my eyes open the whole time. And mind you, uh, Joe from our show got the same one the day before. And he didn't come into work that next day. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I couldn't handle it. Then I talked to him the next day because I was like, if I'm like this in the morning, I can't drive. I couldn't keep my eyes open. My head hurt that bad. Like it was, really, right. And I didn't want to take any ibuprofen because I read like, hey, you can, but you really should let this vaccine do what it's supposed to do and not try and like throw it's supposed to like you know fight things off so i was like all right i'm gonna just battle through it wake up the next morning the headache was kind of crappy but it wasn't awful i was like okay i could go to work and i saw joe and i'm like joe did you get a headache he's like that's why i didn't come to work well he he got his vaccine later in the day so his headache hit him when he woke up that morning that morning and i was like yeah man there's not a chance in hell i would have went to work with that headache it was it was red rotten and that's also just how vaccines are everybody's makeup is different like like i said like some people like I've, I've, I know 10 people that got the J&J and they were fine. Mm-hmm. I know about five others that are, are saying what you're saying. Like, I had a brutal headache. Yeah. Other than that, though, that, that next day I went went to the gym and worked out. I, I licked the dumbbells. I felt confident in doing that. Like, I'm just licking everything now. <laughs> I'm just a licking machine, Ted. All right. I got a gym question for you. Okay. Now, as a shorter dude, I'm always jealous of taller people, right? But there is a dude in my gym and it was just me and him. Well, and why are you jealous of taller people at the gym? Just in general. Oh, general. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I get you. Yeah, I mean, you've seen all the memes. Right. No, I understand. I've been to concerts. Right. I've reached, I, I've lowered myself to see what's up, and I get it. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I meet go, thought you'd be taller. Like, oh. I thought I'd be taller <laughs> when I met my parents. <laughs> so this taller dude, I've seen him, for whatever reason, you know how sometimes you just sync up? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times at the gym, when I'm in there in the morning, it's just me and him. Right. So like he's cool. Like Even when I came today, he's like, oh, yeah, you can go over to that spot. I'll move over here. Nice. But he's a taller dude, super fit. But I was watching him do burpees, and I was like, ooh, that's a bad time to be tall. Dude, that is funny you say that, because Sid just brought that up with me, because I went and did, um, I'm not becoming a CrossFit guy, but it was friends and family. All right. I don't want, you know, I mean, I'm part vegan, part CrossFitter now, I guess. No, I the Herb CrossFit Listen, gym. Eating, eating Tuscan Joy popcorn. Is that, I mean, I guess I'm part vegan, too. That stuff's delicious, Steve. <laughs> uh, her, they did a friends and family thing once right. a year and so Sid was like would you want to come I'm like yeah I could do it this time last time I like I, I can't remember why I think I injured my knee and I was like I don't even want to risk it I don't know what you guys do with this CrossFit but I hear it's pretty crazy so they did the deck of cards thing and I don't know if you've ever done something like that you have a deck of cards each suit 
represents a different workout. You have different right. modifications of the workout. So like, let's just say the hearts. If you land on any hearts, you could either do push-ups, planks, or burpees. So All right. Ten of hearts. And you have to like, you, as soon as you finish them, you flip another card. And you, you, know, you try and do it within a certain amount of time. Uh, so like, you hit ten of hearts, you do ten burpees. All or right. if you're feeling a little less crazy, do ten push-ups. Or if you're not really feeling any of those, ten. I think it's like ten seconds of planking or something like All that. Right. So we're doing all that. And at first I was like, and then like, you know, spades would be like sit-ups or whatever. Squats. Yeah. Everything's a little bit something different. So by the time you're done with the workout and then uh, the jokers were uh, uh, a bunch of uh, jump rope, which was killing me. I was going to say, if you haven't jump rope in forever, a minute of jump rope is brutal. And and like, I think you had to do it a hundred, a hundred jumps. Oh yeah. I think that's what they had. And when you don't do it well, like I'm a double jump before I get the rope over my feet. So I'm like, ba 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 ba. And they're like trying to do it like do just one. Doom, doom. Yeah. So I had to like squat to try and time it. Like they showed me a good technique to do it. I've never done it that way. So I was kind of pumped, but it killed me. So I'm doing the burpees. And after a couple of the cards where it landed on burpees, I'm like, you have this. I'm doing brush ups. And she's like, well, why don't you do it this way? And then she's like, you know, it's probably because of how tall you are. It's just a lot of. That's a lot of momentum going down. I'm like, yeah, I, I could do like 10 burpees and then do a bunch of other stuff and then come back and do 10 more. I can't do 20, 25 burpees like within the night, like within 30 seconds. I'm sorry. It's not yeah, I was just watching how far his legs had to go yeah. out and come back. And I was like, huh. All right, advantage short people. So that's kind of funny because Sid just <laughs> recently brought that up. It was like, I was never more sore after doing that workout. The deck of cards is, is no joke. Yeah, the CrossFit thing's so weird. Like, like is it... It gets a rap as being very cultish, right? Mm-hmm. But with that said, when I did it years ago, and I only did it for a couple of months, it is a very like encouraging environment. Great people, right? Like yeah. people are fired up, and like there's no like, oh, should I not be here or not? Like once you're there, they're like they're, they're going to help you, they're going to yep. assist you. Now, certain people will argue some of the stuff shouldn't be done, but like I don't know any of that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, yeah, it's a great it's a great workout, and I always like that it's you're done. Yeah. What's it like 45 minutes? Like you warm up, there's like, you know, a certain amount of intensity, yeah. and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It was about, I think after all of a sudden done, it was like a 45 minute class. And did you and, have to do any wall ball? No, all we did was the deck of cards. All and right. the best part is we I brought, didn't know if they put wall ball in there. Nope. Nope. It was just like sit ups, burpee, or, or like push up burpee, some kind of variant of that, squats, um, and then a kettlebell. A kettlebell. Swing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So those were the four things. And then, I yeah. never got the kettlebell swings in two months. I would always have bruises on the back of my wrist because I would flip. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, I'm just I'm trying to like get them through fully through my legs and almost like like my head through my legs too. Like that. I'm I'm improper oh, yeah, the form. swings. Yeah, but I'm saying like yeah. sometimes when you do it with the one hand, yeah. you got to flip it over. I'd always be like, this is killing me. <laughs> so anyway, there's a. That's funny you bring that up because I, I was like, okay, yeah, 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 I know exactly. Because what you're the talking dude about. is super fit, but I yeah. was just and I was like. That looks painful when he pumps out 10 of those. And I was making the problem. I don't know if, how you do it, but like I usually go down, then do a push-up, pop back up, and then jump. Whereas right. everyone else is like, go down and dip, pull, pop, and then jump. Like more fluid. Yeah. So my And, and she's like, maybe you do it that way because of your height. I'm like, I don't know how else to do it. And she's like, well, you're, you're killing all momentum. So that's why it's killing you. It's so hard to change stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like for whatever reason... Like, if I golf, everything goes left. 
Yep. Right? Even when I kick a soccer ball, it always kind of tails left. Even if you try and compensate for it? Yes. Certain lifts where your foot's supposed to go out straight, and I always end up like pigeon-toed. It's yeah. like, I got to like step way out to the right to kind of adjust it. It's like that in wrestling. Like, we have a thing, like, it's one of the things you do, like, every time we train, you do different roles. Forward roles, backwards roles, and then there are the three-quarter roles, and those are like, you lead with one arm. All right. So, like, if you're going down, like, you kind of lead with your left or your right, and you roll through. And then you're trying to go, like, a straight line and come back up on your on your feet, like in a fighter stance. All right. My left rolls are totally fine. My right ones always veer off, like, too far. So then I try and compensate where I'm, like, looking almost away from the part, trying to end up in the right spot. And I still don't end up in the right spot. I'm like, I give up. Suck. It's tough, man. Yeah. That's why when you see like a pro athlete, like a quarterback or somebody that changes their throwing motion or, mm-hmm. or Markel Futz, right? The played at Washington, played at DeMatha. He was famous when he got to the NBA. His shot was broken. Right. It's like, do you know how hard it is at that point in his career to change his shot? Now he did. He's still playing for the Magic, but it's like, right. It, that muscle memory that he's right. created. And it, right. Bat, you know what I mean? That's why you always tell little kids when you're coaching them, like, let's not start bad habits now. It's so true. I'm trying to think, like, even something as simple as, like, you know, running. I, I can't run. Uh, I'm too flat-footed. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not good on the balls of my feet. All right. Then we'll stop gym talk. Okay. But I got, a, talk. I got a weird one for you. All right. I've noticed lately when I'm walking into work, I'm walking like an old man. Like, my gait is different. I can't figure it out, right? And then today I realized, like, sometimes we do, like, these cardio spikes in between the lifting. But it's it's at 4-2, which is about as fast as I can walk, right? Uh-huh. And I realized that's what's happened. I'm getting so used to, like, trying to keep up with the treadmill. Now so when you walk in, like, I'm like, God damn it, You're, you're shuffling? Like, I, like, walk like a human. <laughs> Yeah, anything over four, I don't want to walk. Oh, I'd rather run that. <laughs> that's for a minute, four two. Then it's down for a minute, then back. Are you on an incline? No, that's flat. That's that yeah. thing's flat. But Steve, I mean, my heart is racing. <laughs> I want mine would be too. Yeah, these little legs can only move so fast. <laughs> Tech talks, starring the Text Med. The weather is getting nicer out there. All right. And it's been a long year. It's been hard on everybody. But you could still be nice to people. Yes! Now, don't get me wrong. You get frustrated. I was frustrated this morning. You know what I didn't do? Be mean to the guy. Right? Like, at the end of the day, that's the route he takes. Whatever. But, like, sometimes you see people and they take out their frustrations on, you know, a poor fast food worker or the greeter at the Target where you're getting your shot. And it's like, look, I know you're frustrated, right? It could be the kids could be your husband might just be your job who knows maybe in life but like find something maybe just as simple like for me i'm a walker mm-hmm. if i'm real fired up steve i guarantee you how many times i've called him on the phone walking. real fired up and i am walking or pacing his apartment <laughs> yes right like figure out a way to kind of get that stuff out instead of taking that aggression out on somebody else because like in the moment it feels like you're getting over like you're hurting them but you're really just hurting yourself it's like that whole like old. I always joke about like that moment when you used to play video game. Why are we doing no good, the bad, and the ugly? Uh-huh. I was about to say, are, is this a Modelo ad? <laughs> Don't yell at people. Use for the Modelo. Yes. Drink beer. Right? What do they always say? Like, oh, what's their tagline? Ted Smith started out in College Park, Maryland. I never knew he'd be brought to Seattle to the wilds of rock radio. Ends up in an Uber where the Uber driver decides to take his own route. Doesn't listen to D. Ted Smith. Ted had two choices. He hit a fork in the road. He could yell at that guy, tell him he's a stupid mother effer. Or he could bite his tongue 
and choose to be nice. The fighter spirit. Modelo. I wondered where that Modelo song came from. That's what it is. Yeah, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Ecstasy of Gold. It said um, Metallica, I think, would come out to this song. All right. It's so funny when you started playing that. I was like, this feels good. I know. I like that one. It's a nice little. Isn't that what they say? The fighter spirit. You don't watch enough fights. So you're not inundated with. Those. I watch lots of fights. I watch WWE. I watch AEW and sometimes impact. Steve, by the way, there was free UFC fights on last Saturday. I heard. Yeah. I may have had some beers. There was nobody at my house, right? And I got real fired up. And like somebody called me and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Jack, Jack, what? Ah, watching fights. This man's got to use his channel. And they're like, what are you all fired up about? I'm like, I don't know. It's sunny outside now. Like there's free fights. I'm just excited on a Saturday. Dude, it was like this weekend watching WrestleMania. They had 25,000 people there. And I did not think the minute they show the crowd and they welcomed everyone to WrestleMania and wrestlers are on like the stage like by the by the walk the, the catwalk and tears in their eyes like you could just tell they're feeling oh. that moment like finally we get to not wrestle in front of like fake monitor or monitors of fans you know and fake you know fans basically in a, a, the Thunderdome and man when they you saw the people in the background you saw the emotion of the wrestlers I was getting goosebumps I'm like man I didn't know I missed this as much as I thought I would yeah it was pretty awesome yeah. And then they go to the next on Monday Night Raw. They're back to, you know. I mean, look, I won't lie. Like, we've still been doing our jobs, but I, I miss going to concerts and, yep. like, say, doing a stage announcement and meeting listeners. Oh, uh, dude, I just think about, like, those first <laughs> events when we get back to whatever normal will be. Like, yeah. that first Defy Wrestling show where I'm ring announcing and I get to come out and see that fan base again. Yeah. That's going to be that first time I get to actually wrestle in front of people again. Like, I, I, I just got booked in Spokane in June, so fingers crossed. Ooh, I know. Steve Miggs returns to Spokane. That's right. Woo. Let's get the party bus for this. Uh, I know three managers that'll go over with you. <laughs> I tell all the guys that are coming from Seattle, like, hey, guys, I got us a party bus, but I have three managers, so we got to divvy these guys up. <laughs> I was like, do me, Jay, or Munson know anything about professional wrestling? They don't need to. Right, we probably know they. We know as much about wrestling as I did about hockey. Yeah, when it started. Right. And look what happened. <laughs> I mean, the only thing is, we're not just going there and coming back in the same night. We're staying the night, and just be prepared. We're going to get really wasted. Right? Oh yeah, my managers are going to be wasted on the way over. <laughs> they might be drunk coming out to the ring with you. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Don't worry, you're in good hands. <laughs> Dude, speaking of wasting and wrestling, uh, so like WrestleMania was going on. And a lot of wrestlers do like these meet and greets and these conventions. And now granted, things weren't as crazy as they usually would be because of COVID, but there were still conventions going on in like hotels. All right. And there's a woman by the name of Lacey Von Eric. You saw it. Yes. I, I Somehow I stumbled upon the thread of her going around with the Modellos. Oh, you must have uh, saw my buddy Josh. He's the one who made the thread. Okay. And I don't know who her family is, but okay. she just goes, okay, well, yeah, all my family's dead. I was like, oh, oh my yeah, Dude, God. I've got some of that audio. So, yeah, shout out to my buddy uh, XIMHollywoodX. Uh, that's his, his Twitter handle if you want to find right, yeah, the thread. That's, that's the thread I saw. Yeah, Josh. He's a good dude. He goes to a lot of the Defy shows. All right, cool. Yeah, awesome dude. He's like, I have got to share this with everybody. I was watching this and I could not pull myself away from it. And pretty much what you said. So there's one clip where she, I don't know if you saw her talking to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Now, Ricky in the 80s was as big of a star as they can be. Not Hulk Hogan star, but pretty damn close. Like he was like a B plus, A minus level. If Hulk Hogan's an A, Roddy Piper maybe is an A, A minus. 
Ricky Steamboat, A minus. All right. Big name. So she just goes up to him drunk and starts calling him like Cleveland Steamer and Ricky Steamboat and all the. uh, Here, just listen. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I asked if you were also Ricky the Cleveland Steamer, but I think it's different. Again, this is like an older guy, too. Like, he's like. Oh, yeah. Like 70, maybe late 60s. Looks great, but. I don't know if this is necessarily what he wants to do is talk to a drunk woman that's saying, I thought well, your name was Ricky the Cleveland Steamer. And I like that your buddy like put in the thread of like, she offers them to people and there is a 30, what, he said like there's 36 of them in her cooler and I've watched her drink like four already. <laughs> like that was my favorite part of the thread was that he kept you up to date on how drunk she was getting. <laughs> No, Wrong show. Cleveland guy is not me. Do you know what the Cleveland Steamer is? No. It's when someone takes a dump on your chest. Let's see what Ricky thinks about that. You mean an actual dump? Yeah, if someone takes a dump on your chest, it's called Cleveland Steamer. You didn't know that. I did not know it. And my next question is, do do people enjoy that? Ew, who would enjoy that? What's wrong with you, Ricky? Well, well, He's how did, sick. Well, no. how, did, how did it come about this? I don't know. I think people are like, I think maybe R. Kelly probably invented it. Who's R. Kelly? He's a rapper that took... Who is R. Kelly? I mean, that's a fair question out of him. <laughs> Poops on, pees on all the girls. Oh. That really happened. Yeah. Well. He's like, all right, that's I saw cool. the one. Who's the dude that was in, that's in the NWO shirt? Oh, that was um, not Scott Hall. Kevin Nash. <laughs> and she's like, did you ever wrestle with them? And she got it confused with like a promotion, MLW. <laughs> Well, and she has her own promotion, correct? I have no idea what the hell she's doing, to be honest All with you. Right. Like, she, and who's okay. her family? So Lacey Von Erich is part of the Von Erich family. Now, I know you've watched some of those Dark Side of the Rings. If you ever really want to be sad. Steve, I was just about to say, like, I tried again a couple weeks ago to watch them. They are so depressing. They need to make, like, as Jim Cornette joked about, they need to make the happy side of the ring. Because some of them are great. They're interesting. Like, the guy that did a bunch of blow, granted, he died at the end. But, like, it was an epic Epic story yeah, about a promoter right. that did a bunch of coke. It wasn't super depressing, and, and you kind of felt bad. Oh, you, of course, you feel bad for the guy, but the Von Erich story is one of the most tragic stories. As a kid growing up, I loved the Von Erichs. I was watching their like mid south uh, world class championship wrestling was like their main thing. They wrestled in like Texas at the at a big uh, venue there that was apparently not as big as I thought. But as a kid, I thought it was like this big place, and it was I guess like a dump in real life, but. Whatever. So her dad is Kerry Von Erich, who ended up being the WWF for a minute called the Texas Tornado. All right. So he he was probably like the the, the one with the most uh, uptick. Like he was good looking, great body, great wrestler. People loved him. But his whole family was just, I mean, it was like a black cloud over them. His brother died, got electrocuted. Another one of his brothers killed himself. I think actually there was a couple of suicides. He ended up dying as well, I think, from alcohol or drugs, if I remember correctly. Like, it's just a tragic, tragic story. Like, of all the the, the family, the only ones left is one brother by the name of Kevin Von Erich. And he lives in, like, Hawaii. His sons are now wrestling. But it's a tragic story. So her dad's one of the Von Erichs that died. All right. And so she's... Walking around, she runs into Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, right? who's wearing a WWE shirt, and she just walks up to him, and you referenced it, and honestly, though, you just need to hear, I wish, go and watch it if you can find it on Twitter, because the look on Ted DiBiase's face when she says what she says, I mean, he's just, he goes from happy to just straight up, I don't even know how to react to this. Yeah. Hi. Hey. 
He has a WWE shirt on. My family helped you with that company. What do you think about that? I think that's wonderful. Yeah, but then they all died. So great job, WWE. And that's it. Yeah, that right. That was one of the awkward ones. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> you're you're signing autographs. An attractive blonde woman comes up drinking a beer. Like you're like, yeah, hey, this is the kind of fan base I'm looking for. And my family died. Like Jesus, man. Yeah, but then they all died. So great job, WWE. And she kept using that quote unquote joke throughout like other the the other interviews. And like it 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 never got a laugh because it's really sad. Right? That's what I couldn't was she trying to prove a point that wrestling's bad, but then she has a wrestling promotion? That's that was what I was confused about. I, I think she was just drunk and maybe just thought that this would be like a, a good zinger. I but I think that also by getting drunk, maybe there's like a dark the darkness comes out. Yeah. But I was like, that was pretty intense to see. The whole thread is just nuts. It is. And people need to understand, every time she does this, she has a fresh can of beer. Crushing them. Yeah. Just crushing beers. Which I kind of respect. Yeah. You know, I know we're pretty much backed up against the clock, so we we won't take a break. So All right. Why don't oh, we yeah. just jump into... the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Gonzaga, do you want to talk? <sighs> you guys are all right over there in Spokane? Oh. Ooh, that was bad. Yeah. And that game, that game Saturday night before Easter, the Final Four, was one of the best college basketball games I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they went from the high of highs to oh. just, I think that was their championship game and they just didn't have anything left in the tank. Yeah, I mean, Baylor just beat them up in that championship game. And I had that day off. I had leftover pizza, Steve. I got beers cracked. I got a bunch of Smith Family popcorn. Like, I am fired up for this event, right? Right. My buddy Party Boy, we're going to hop on the Zoom and watch it together. Then it tipped off and it was over. That's rough. We know that pain. We've been in Spokane when they've lost in, what, like the Final Four or something. Yeah, you're right. We were there. You're absolutely right. We were watching those games. (laughs) So we've seen, but I'm just like... Oh, Gonzaga. That was, and I never really cheer for him just because DeMatha has a beef with Gonzaga High School. And I know this Gonzaga is completely different. But this year I was like, you know what? Cheering for the Zags. Like, I go to Spokane, met some nice people there, met some crazy people there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I said to my buddy, I go, I can hear the hush at Fast Eddie's right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Oh, and, and like, I, I love the, the clip of uh, Adam Morrison doing the play by the color commentary on the radio when they won. Yeah. And the emotion, you're just like, oh, I can't wait for that audio clip to show up again because he was a, an alum that had his heart broken when he was the star player for the team. Here's a chance for redemption. Nope. I mean, the only thing I could say is the Mike Tyson quote, right? Yes. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. They got Baylor, punched quick. Yeah, Baylor punched them, never eased up. Baylor's just like world beaters. And I'm not even like a college basketball guy. I'm watching this. I'm like, this, this is a tale of two different teams. It is. And honestly, like, and they were supposed to play early in the year. Something happened with COVID. Mm-hmm. And credit to Gonzaga. They went out and played all the games they could. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was brutal. And Baylor's just that good. Now, good news. Yes. Sounders FC, back in action Friday. 
and everything's okay now with the season ticket stuff. They had like a little bit of a debacle, and I saw that they apologized for it. I would say it's okay, Steve. It was a complete debacle. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to add more poop to this good news. You have no idea how frustrated I was yesterday. Oh, I saw a lot of my friends that are season ticket holders that really didn't hold back their feelings on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So what, like you're a season ticket holder, but you don't get the tickets that you usually are getting? Correct. Supposedly, like the way things are moving by like June, your season ticket package will come into play. Got you. But this one was like... Oh, because of limited seating. Right. But also, like it just... It was very. I didn't know how they were going to do. It. Remember, we look. We talked about this a couple weeks ago on here. It's the same thing we've talked about with festivals. Like, I don't know how you tell certain people that have already paid you can't go, but yeah. you can. So they had this whole idea. It was a cluster f. I mean, I, I was on for like an hour before I got my shot. Uh huh. Then got kicked off. Then was on oh. for two hours. Get in there. There's no tickets available. Finally got in and bought. Two of the cheapest tickets I could find, because I didn't realize that I also had credits from the year before. So then I went to checkout. It's like, oh, it's free. And I'm like, I would have bought better tickets. Ah. But either way, it'll be fun to see the boys play oh, absolutely. In, in a real yeah. match. So is this Friday? Yeah, Friday night. Damn. Yeah. At Lumen Field. Yep, 630. <whistles> did, you get, did you get the New Jersey, the Jimi Hendrix jersey? I did not. I like it. It's awesome. I, at first I was like, ah, and then I, I, I kept looking at it. I'm like, ah, I like this. It is awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. A lot of people in radio who have been got got one. I thought of you. I ain't going to lie. You know how many people have asked me? Everybody hey, said get one. Why did that? Why didn't you? And I was like, I don't want to get into it. I don't <laughs> like, want to get into it. I understand me not getting one. But like. I've been banging that drum since 09. Right. Like, look, I ain't going to lie. It's a very minimal thing to be mad about, but at times it can be bitter. Yeah. I'm still a little salty at the the the, the Seattle Kraken because they don't follow me on social media. And I've been banging the hockey drum forever. I mean, literally, our mutual friend of ours goes, well, why didn't you get one? I said, I'll tell you why. Because I'm not on a morning show and my name's not on a show. Well, I'm on a morning show and my name is on a show and I didn't get no jersey. Yeah, well, other sports teams sent you stuff. That was a salty moment, too. I was like, Miles, what's all that? He had three bags. So he's like, don't worry, none of it's for us. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, the Mariners thing? Yes. <laughs> Did you like a bobblehead? I tell you what, I tried on that shirt. Done fit. I did too. Done fit. That thing, how is that an XL, Mariners? Right? I thought for sure. I was like, I'll put it on. I'll be swimming in it. I can't even button it. All right. That makes it because I tried That's on. a woman's large. Yeah. A woman's extra large. I saw it in your back. I was like, screw it. I got to try this on. And I mean, I could barely get it around my boobs. I, no, dude. I tried to put it on for a picture. I'm like, it's not flattering. Not putting this on. Now, with that said, I do love the Jimi Hendrix jersey. It looks super cool. But for whatever reason, over the years, like I've gotten out of wearing jerseys yeah. to games. Like I wear a jersey. Like if I watch a game at home, I put on a jersey all the time. That's funny. I won't wear a jersey unless I'm going to a game. Yeah, I you know what it is? I got too into like supporter culture from like oh. England and stuff. Oh. I realized like none of the real support. You wear team colors, you wear your I always have my scarf with me, but yeah, I'm just yeah, lime green turtleneck on or something like that. Jesus <laughs> man. No, I got on my fresh Burberry and uh <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, but yeah, I did end up scoring a couple tickets, so I'm going to go down Friday night. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah. then, what was going to say? We got the second F1 race of the year coming up Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So there, there, there's stuff happening. Mariners, they're playing. Yeah, it was weird watching the game yesterday. I'm like, nice, doing good. And like, now we're going. I'm like, this is the eighth inning. I, I forgot that with the way the COVID thing is, that if you do extra innings in uh, a doubleheader, they only do seven innings. And yeah, yeah. And doubleheaders. Double and headers. also, keep that rule. 
I don't know if they are or not, but if you have headers, a double header, just I make agree. up seven innings apiece. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, you don't need to play eight. I've seen a lot of ex-players, like, we, we don't need to play a full nine innings for both games. That's a long day. Yes. I remember when I was a kid, like, it was almost like you had two different teams, though, playing. But I, obviously, that's different now. Right, but I mean, you remember playing Little League, right? You get a break, you eat some orange slices yeah. and, a, and a sandwich, hopefully with no crust. Yeah. Unless, unless mom screw up again. Freaking mom. Hey, uh, before we go, it has nothing to do with sports, but I wanted to give a shout out. I know he doesn't listen to this, but he's a, a friend of ours. Uh, we've been on, we've had him on our podcast before, Burt Kreischer. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw the exciting news. I did. They're turning the story about the machine into a movie. And he's got the Star Wars dude in it. Mark Hamill's playing his dad. And I thought, well, I, I don't remember the dad being a big part of the story, but the movie is going to pick up current time. So it's like 20 years later after he was a part of of a study abroad thing in Russia where he inadvertently ended up partying with Russian mobsters and, and robbed the train. Well, now the people that he wronged are coming for him 20 years later, and that's what the movie's and, and, and he's with his dad. Sounds amazing. By the way, I love Bert, yeah. but at no point did I believe he was going to rehab. Oh, that's right, because that's what he was saying. Yeah, he's like, this person's going to fill in while I'm in rehab, and it's like... I feel like that's a serious thing. You can just tell by the tone. I'm like, he's that. That's not. That's not no, real. No, and, and you know, we have audio evidence that this man enjoys being wasted because we once had him on our podcast. Yeah, and I do want to play this clip real quick oh. before we go. This was a moment when. Uh, so uh, it was after Bert's comedy show at the parlor, back when the parlor was around, and Ted and I had been drinking and crushing vodka sodas, I think, all night long, and other things. <laughs> What? I was like, is this where I screw up the uh, the liquor? I don't think so. Oh, all right. No, this is when I think it was you, me, Bert, and G. Scott. G. Scott. And we never mentioned him in the podcast title or anything like that because we didn't want him to get in trouble, so please don't dime him out. Uh, but he was just hanging out, so we're like, come on the podcast with yeah. us. And at one point, Bert noticed that I was starting to fade, or at least visually I looked like I was in rough shape. This is what life should be. Is this moment right here? We're so in the moment. You are so f- up. You are literally. I'm, I'm watching. Very you. F- I'm watching bird. you figure out your eye, which one to use when you talk. <laughs> and and like, yeah, you just picked one. <laughs> I f- love it. This is the best. I'm Jokes, stop with the leave. one f- eye, Migs. You're freaking me out. You're like. Ah. You look like. Go to, thir- go to 13 coins. I am so up right now. Congratulations, Bert. And then there's also this great moment that involved the Ted Smith. Am I allowed to ask who likes their bumhole? Okay, that's not Ted. That's the G Scott. But here, here, continue. Continue with your question, G. Their bumhole. Yes, you can ask. Do you like that? Who, no. Like, there's four of us. Tell the truth. Who likes to from home touch? I do. <laughs> I do, and that's gone south of my wife. Because there's a fine line. What, what's, your, what's your fine line, sir? Uh, I'd say the first knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like you like the Sacagawea exploration? <laughs> I say fine line. <laughs> I forgot how drunk we sounded. I know that one's good. And then wasn't it? Wasn't I the one that goes? This tequila tastes weird. And you get hey, like, it's vodka. It's vodka. <laughs> I couldn't find it on that clip. <laughs> I think I have one more clip. I just grabbed a bunch. All right, one last clip. It's only forty seconds, and then we'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do an impression? This is yes. my impression. Of- <laughs>
<laughs> me asking my wife to put my finger, her finger in my ass, okay? Oh, All right. My impression, right? Here, here we go. go. Here we go. Oh, oh, that feels so good. Oh, hey, put your finger in my What? Nothing. <laughs> I don't even know if we talked much in our own podcast. We were so faded. <laughs> well, it was just surreal. It was. Yeah. It was a great time. And that podcast is out there somewhere. If you look back, if you're new to the Megacast, just search for the one with Burt Kreischer. Yeah. And that's why I tell you apologies time. in advance. And if you see Burt Kreischer, like, that's the same dude you're going to meet in person. 100%. Yeah. He's the nicest guy. That's why I wanted to bring it up and just give him some love because, I mean, it's insane to think that this crazy story... That he once shared on, I think it was a stand-up joke, but he really shared on Joe Rogan's show, and then it became a monster story, and it's taken on a life of its own, and now to the point where it's going to be a motion picture, a a major motion picture where Luke Skywalker's playing his father, which is hilarious. (laughs) When I say the Star Wars dude. The Star Wars dude, exactly. All right, Ted, I know you got work to do. Yeah, man. I think we're back next week. I'll be here. I, I, I assume I will be too, unless... Let's, Unless the let's shot not, doesn't go too well. Let's not blow out our voice. I'm going to try not to. It feels a little weak. One question about the snored. Yeah. Is that one of those next days you wake up and your mouth's all dry? Yes. It's been open the whole and your lips are chapped? Yes. Yeah, that's usually after a long night of uh, boozing for me. For me, it's if I don't get enough sleep and by Friday I crash hard. Yeah. Which is pretty much, it's no different. It's like, it's black, it's like blackout, pass out kind of a uh, feeling. <laughs> oh, God, man. Your throat's all like, oh. I know that morning, like, <sighs> Yes. Yeah. And I could never, I couldn't shake it. Yeah. I was like, all the tea, all the usual t- tricks, new tricks that I learned on YouTube where you take a straw and you just hum. Have you had throat coat? Yes. All right. That I, didn't work? No. I, I went through like a whole box of that. Ugh, like I just days. can't stand the taste of that stuff. Really? I like the taste. It's weird to me. It's like a lemony, it's like a lemon echinacea, but it has like a licorice taste. That's why I don't like it. Uh-huh. So no Jaeger bombs after the show. <laughs> Hi, Ted. It's good to see you. Yeah, man. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Uh, also, follow if you want to watch all those really awkward videos of Lacey Von Eric just being drunk and saying awkward things to other wrestlers. Just go to at X. I am Hollywood X. That's Josh's uh, Twitter page. It's pretty interesting. That's funny that I watched it on, on my own. That's what I was like, oh, man, that thread was great. It was a great thread. You don't yeah. have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy it. Like, honestly, if you're just a fan of a drunk, hot, blonde girl, you'll you'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. See you, man. Yeah, but then they all died. So great job, WWE.